Hey everybody, it's Alora here with the um, computer microphone, so it doesn't sound super good. Just wanted to let you all know there is a trigger warning on this episode. We do discuss um, some rape and sexual assault topics, so if that's something you're sensitive to or going to be triggered by, uh, please proceed with caution. Bat titties, bat titties, with nipples, bat titties, na 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 <laughs> bat titties. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Welcome to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing with Shelby and Delora, where we watch the whole thing so you don't have to. I mean, unless you want to, then go ahead. Okay, we're recording. Welcome back. Uh, it's been a day. It's been a day. It's been a day since we last recorded. Um, it got late, so we decided not to make another episode last night. Yeah, we have lives. Like, I would have no, done it, don't. but, like, some people, like, sleeping or whatever because they're, like, old or something. Listen. <laughs> when three years away from 30, you are. <laughs> look as good you will not. I you might. Probably will. You'll look fine. Okay, thanks. I mean, you look good right now. <laughh> oh, thanks. Um, so we're doing this. It's the last one. Yes, this is, um, the last, I can't believe I watched the whole thing, Batman 80s and 90s Tim Burton verse episode. Then we'll move on to other things. Um, but you know what this is. We know what this is. Everyone knows what this is. Everybody knows what this is. Oh, we didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Elora. I'm Shelby. And, uh, we're gonna watch Batman and Robin. bad movie guys the first like fight scene is almost enjoyable it's like it's, it's highly stylized like it's not realistic at all like no. when they're like throwing around i don't i skating. don't want it to be realistic, no you're right i thought that's almost too. enjoyable it's very choreographed actually the first like one minute is them putting on their costumes and why all you see is ass why tits crotch crotch there's crotch and butt shots for every single every one. person Every single in the one. Bat Fam. Why? Bat Fam in air quotes. Yes. Um, so all I said was no for the first one minute of this film as we watched that. that also, unfold. the credits, like, they've gone steadily. And, like, I, it was 1997. I get it. They got worse every time. Who, who do we want to start? I feel like we usually do this by characters. Okay. Let's go. Um, can we start with Commissioner Gordon, actually? Yeah, let's start with him. I have not liked this Commissioner Gordon the whole series. No. I think my problem with him is I like it when Commissioner Gordon is kind of a middle-class everyman type of person, mm. and he seemed kind of like a posh, proper, rich guy. Yes. I mean, he's a little bit in the 60s, too, but it's so bizarre that, like, yeah. I accept That's it. That's a whole other head cannon. There's a, there's a, we will get to that eventually. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. I don't like him. Also, when he was delivering lines to Batman, he was really stunted. He was like, this, 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 this. They had to mind control the actor to be in this movie. Probably. Yeah. No, he's not good. Honestly, I just want animated series Jim Gordon. He's the best. That's what I want. Also, uh, the Harley Quinn Jim Gordon. Yes. <laughs> but in a different way. <laughs> okay, um, I do have to throw out there with the first fight scene, which was honestly kind of fun. It's kind of fun. It was kind of fun. It was. 
Uh, it's a bunch of ice skating, which is random, but like it's but Mr. Freeze. Freeze. Like at least he knows how to theme his goons better than the penguin true. and his clowns. It's true. But like I will give him that. <laughs> but like I also just want to point out that they're in the museum and there's a dinosaur. And he's like, you know, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Ice Age! And like, we all saw it coming, but it still brought me a little bit of joy. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say the controversial thing. Go ahead. Mr. Freeze's puns are not the dumbest lines in this movie. They are not. They're actually kind of refreshing. I have made a list of the dumbest lines in this movie. Honestly, he's the best part of this movie. Yeah, he is. He is. Do you want to hear my list of dumbest lines in this movie? Let's Let's do lists at the end. Okay. Let's talk about Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Best part of this movie. Yeah. Also, his skin, like, his makeup? Weird. Okay, here's the It's blue, but it's not just blue. It's, like, speckled. Yeah, it's, like, flecked with something. Honestly, it was kind of fascinating, and I liked it. Ice. I think it was cool. Yeah. Also, I think when, it they was t- when they take him out of, when he, like, tries to escape from Arkham and he jumps out of the freeze zone. Yeah. He, he looks genuinely scary there yeah makeup did a good job on mr with freeze. mr freeze yes <laughs> <laughs> we specify uh, yes uh his origin story with uh his wife nora being sick um actually was a relatively new thing because they created mm. they revamped his origin story for the animated series right and put in his dying wife um that had not been his origin story before he's just kind of a nice guy Who's icy. Sometimes a nice guy. All Sometimes time. a nice ice guy. All times an ice guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, he was kind of mean to his goons, though. Yeah. Like, he he's was... usually better to his goons than this. Yeah, he was making them sing... Uh, the Mr. Ice, ice Miser, whatever the song. Ice, yeah, the Snow Miser song yeah. uh, from The Year Without a Santa Claus. And then he just straight up killed one. Yeah, he did. Also, let's just throw out there. So he had one female goon who was wearing very little clothing. Yeah. And was completely fine. Yeah. Meanwhile Maybe she has ice powers? Maybe. That would make sense. Maybe she's Elsa. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Um (laughs) But then all the male goons are all bundled up and showing very obvious signs of dying. Like frostbite. Like actual frostbite. Like their nose that nose was gonna fall off. Yeah. So that was like hmm, weird. hmm, Questionable. Um, Also why was everybody like we can talk we'll talk about obviously everybody wanting to have sex with Poison Ivy later. But (laughs) a lot of people wanted to have sex with Mr. Freeze. Yeah you're not wrong. An unexpected amount of people that his henchwoman Mm. she wanted in his pants. She did. Or ice suit. Ivy for some reason? Yeah. That's more people than I would have thought. <laughs> I mean, I think it's probably because they, the movie wanted to show his dedication to his wife. Yeah, but like... <laughs> apparently the only way to do that... Is other people hitting is if on he's, him? Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Like, you know, dedicating his life to finding a cure, cure for, for her disease. That's not that's enough. That's not enough. No. It has to be a sexual thing. It has to, yes. And it has to be other women trying to get with him yeah also did you know i think i've heard that at one point they wanted patrick stewart for that role (laughs) (laughs) patrick stewart said no for some reason (laughs) i'm proud of him honestly patrick stewart it would not have worked patrick stewart would be a good mr freeze 
Yes, but, but not, not in, in this movie. movie. Nothing no. good happened no. in this movie. <laughs> Honestly, Arnold, like, we kind of expected of him. Like, this is the love, love movie that you're yeah, like, this yeah, is all right. Arnold, this is his thing. Right. Although, what's it called? Uh, Total Recall's really good. He's not the best part of that movie, though. He's the best part of this movie. He's the best part of this movie. <laughs> Should we move on to... Let's move on to Bane, because I feel like I only have a few things to say about him. Yes. Bane is not the Hulk. Bane is not the Bane Hulk. Bane can talk. Apparently not. Bane uh, sometimes is a person of color when they decide he is. He had a Hispanic-sounding name in this when oh. the like crazy doctor maybe i don't know i'm i think he had a hispanic sound name and then he was like the only hispanic character and yeah, it was like like they, they said it once and he was also a serial killer and then yeah. a dumb giant who could understand orders but could not speak, speak yeah so so it wasn't great there was also there was a black female scientist yes which i was like yes the get sec- it the second Girl. and yes. third Women of color with speaking roles were in this movie. <laughs> yes. One of them was the henchwoman who wanted to get in Mr. Freeze's pants, and the other one was a scientist, and I liked her. And she, she and her scientist friends were the only people I cared about in this film. It's true. They were, and they were two people of color. Yeah. Which was exciting. The, the other scientist was? He was too? Asian, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was exciting. Um, they still, like, <laughs> her co-worker had lines every time they, like, went back to him, like, Oh, this. Oh, this. Like he quipped a little bit. Yeah. She only got to scream, and I was like, "Come on!" At least she existed. I was pleased about that. Yeah. Um. Also, why why are Bane and Poison Ivy teaming up? We don't ever see that. Like she. She's sees just him like, being okay, you're, you're my minion now. She sees him being created. Maybe it's because she's like a venom thing, and he's got venom pumping through his veins. Why can she still talk and he can't? I don't know. It also, it's like, like she sees him created, then she goes and gets killed. Which again, the trail. We'll, t- we'll talk about. Okay, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that. that. We'll come back to that. Um, but then he shows up and she's like, "Coming, Bane, darling," as if they have this whole like as if they've actually spoken to each other ever. Yeah, and in then their lives. he's her lackey. Yeah. Why? Yep. The only explanation I could have is that, like, somehow she has some control over him because of the Venom stuff. Maybe. Which is more explanation than we get for a lot of shit in this movie. Yeah, you're not wrong. I kind of want to leave Poison Ivy for last because she. I have lots of things to say. Should we talk about Bruce and Alfred? Let's talk. Okay, yeah. Okay, there was one. Yes. Unfairly giving us feels about Bruce and Alfred. Even though. Okay, for the beginning part of the movie, though, when Alfred was clearly sick and not Mm -hmm. doing well, and Bruce just is totally ignoring that. Yes. That that was was rude. That was not cool. But then, like, I guess when he figures it out, then then he's having all these. He kind. He kind of indicated that he had already figured it out and just didn't want to talk to yeah, well, I don't know. It was unclear. If you're family, you trust each other. That was, like, what they kept saying in this movie. Yeah. So, like, they should talk to each other about their health. They should. You're right. Um, but, yeah, there were some Bruce and Alfred There were some feels. And, like, I was not ready for this movie to give me any feels yeah. except rage. But, like, you can tell, like, they have that relationship. Like, Alfred's his adoptive father. It's true. Yeah. Also in the Bruce and Alfred thing, so Alfred gets the disease that uh, Mr. Freeze's wife has, mm-hmm. and then Mr. Freeze has the cure for him. That mm-hmm. actually has been returned to comics in Batman White Knight series, really? um, which is a, like, Elseworlds-type story on the Black Label imprint. Interesting. 
um, the story, main story is not about that, but uh, a side plot is Alfred's sick. Mm. Bruce enlists the help of Mr. Freeze to help him yeah. cure Alfred. Then there's a weird subplot about Mr. Freeze and Bruce's parents working with Nazis, so that's not great. What? <laughs> um, don't know how that's a new thing. But oh, anyway, right. then he has the cure for Alfred, but then Bruce comes in all beat up from some fight, and Alfred plugs him into the life support, Bruce into the life support to save him and dies. Trying to save Bruce by plugging him into the life support. I don't like that. Yeah, I was sad. Wow, thanks. And then you wrote him a letter and said you should open up to the kids in your life <sighs> and be their family or something. Thanks for more Alfred feels. That's yeah. what I needed. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Batman the White Knight took a plot line from this dumb movie. Interesting. I don't know and if it has ever been in comics before, though it's possible. Uh, shall we talk about Barbara? Who? Like, that's not Barbara. <laughs> I don't know her. She has nothing to do with anyone named Barbara that I know. Okay, again, we are now four out of four. Main female character. I mean, you could argue Poison Ivy versus Babs. Like, yeah. which one is the main female character. But yeah. there is a speaking female character, which is rare, yeah. who is, like, blonde and pretty. So, like, that's fine. Did they have a single line that wasn't about men when they were fighting? I feel like they might have, which would unfortunately mean it passes the Bechdel test. It might test. pass the Bechdel test. I had given up on life at that yeah, point. Yeah, I stopped paying <laughs> a ton of attention. Um, but it might but pass. But it, it might, and that's scary to They me. have a fight. It's not it's a bad. good fight. Poison Ivy dies by falling into the plant she was just... Or not dies, but she like is taken out by falling into the plant that just a moment ago she was sitting with and in perfect control of. Yes. And then somehow she's taken out by it. Yes. It's bad. They basically were like, oh, we need to fight the female villain, but we can't have Batman fight the what female villain. What is this, villain. the 60s? Yeah, because Michael Keaton fought Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Also, why isn't she British? That was my question, too. I also wrote that down. Why is she not British? She's like, oh, yes, I'm coming from school in England, and here's my good British uncle with a very British accent, and she's American, and it bothers me. Also, are we gonna talk about Oxbridge College? <laughs> <laughs> you right. You right. <laughs> yeah. Should we? Oh, can we talk about the the motorcycle race scene? Uh, it was bad, but can I describe to you the nice array of punks that were featured here? Go ahead, describe the punks. We have the Kiss punks, <laughs> the Clockwork Orange punks, mm. the Riot Girl punks. Mm. The sexist punks, mm. the pyro punks, mm -hmm. and an actual child. <laughs> so. Yep. And Babs just steps right in and is like, I got this. I got it. Why is everybody like motorcycles? I don't know. But then, but then, Chris O'Donnell immediately has to save her. He's not even good at anything. He's not. Also, if you hear licking sounds, it's the it's dog. It's dog. She's licking my arm. She's being a good emotional support knows, dog. Yeah, she knows that we're distressed. She can tell. She's trying to heal our emotional wounds with her healing tongue. Yeah, she's licking your elbow to heal your emotions. Um, yeah. So, Babs is bad. Also, the act, I was like, okay, Chris O'Donnell is supposed to be like... 18, 18 19? 19, maybe. Yeah. He's actually 27 yes. in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um... The actress who plays Barbara is 21, and, like, it's legal, but gross. But they kind of fall off the wagon of them being a thing by the end. They do, which Like, I'm there's kind of. of a little, like, it's bad, bad tension between them, and then it kind it of is. just, like, they're fighting crime together and whatever. 
which I'm glad for. Like, so, don't go any further with that. Yeah, we don't like Barbara. Yeah. I mean, we love Barbara. We love the real Barbara. We love Barbara Gordon, not yes. whoever the fuck that was. I don't know who that was. Pennyworth? Why? Barbara Pennyworth? Was she Pennyworth? I, maybe? I don't know. Because she was Alfred's sister's yeah, kid. who knows? So, who knows? Yeah. Also, like, is the sister a lot younger? Did she just have kids really old? Because, like... It's unclear. There seems to be some generational weirdness happening mm. there. Uh, yeah. Talk about Dick. Boo. Yeah, I still hate Do him. Do we have to? I hate him. Like, I still hate him a lot, but I hate, I hate him, him less in this movie for some reason. I think it's because we're, like, resigned to the fact we're that We're resigned, exists. and also he's not, like, having a story. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I don't want to zero, zero, big jerk, Bruce Wayne. He just kind of exists. He's just kind of there. He occasionally makes a quip. He's obsessed with Ivy. He's obsessed with Ivy. You don't trust me, Bruce. Should I talk about my very controversial headcanon for certain incarnations of Dick Grayson? Go ahead. I headcanon a lot of Dick Grayson incarnations as asexual. Mm. And that's controversial because he's kind of a sex symbol type character a lot of times. Mm. I don't know. He just doesn't seem interested. He seems a little bit reserved about it. Not in this movie, obviously. But um, yeah. he seems kind of reserved about it. 60s uh, Robin is definitely not interested. Yeah, not at all. He's very confused about sexual things. <laughs> and, like, in that Adam West's character, Adam West's Batman is like, oh, yeah, I thought you'd know this eventually. But the kid's supposed to be, like, He's 17. Like, <laughs> 15 or 16. Yeah. Like, the, you, he would usually <laughs> you've noticed who you're attracted to by then. Yeah. yeah. I feel like... Um, yeah, I have a lot more thoughts as an asexual person watching this film. Yeah. They mostly have to do with Ivy, though. I'm just mm. tired of, like, making making Dick, like, a horny teen. Like, why? Why do we gotta? Like, men can be, like... Not interested. Yeah, men don't have to be, like, sexual predators and all weird. Yeah, which, I weirdly enough, maybe weird. that's why we don't hate Mr. Freeze. Maybe. Because, <laughs> like... He's a sexual being, but he's not a creep about it. Yeah, like... Like, he, he loves he his wife. He knows who he wants that's to cool. sleep with, and he's holding like, out till he... That's cool. Can, you know? That's fine. But, like, he's, he's not, not pushing himself on about, people. Like, filling that void in the meantime. Although, I mean, the very end of the movie, Arkham Asylum, which we've talked about <laughs> how much we despise it. Yeah, um, it's Has Poison Ivy, who's apparently gone crazy. Why? It's unclear. Um, like, more crazy than previously. And then Mr. Freeze comes in and he's like, I'm your new roommate, and I'm gonna make your life a living hell. Yeah. And, like, there's not real like, I didn't nothing... get any sexual... Well, there's nothing sexual in the scene, but violence against women... Yeah. Just, in general, tends... There tends to be a lot of... Like, that's implications wise especially like women in prison yeah or like other systems where they're abused and like no one there's no kind nobody's of nobody's gonna do anything no one's about gonna it. do anything about it yeah so like i didn't think from that moment <laughs> i did or from their character relationship that he was gonna do yeah but it crossed my mind secular. just because of like what actually that looks like it's yeah like oh well it sucks That's to right. be a woman in this system cause yeah whether he beats you or rapes you or kills you like no one's gonna care yeah Oh, Arkham Asylum. We hate it. Would you like to hear a comment that is a lot lighter than that? Yes. It's about Bruce Wayne. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so George Clooney is Bruce Wayne. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
He looks like some dad from a homeschool group who works at Intel and sits in the front room watching ESPN while you and your homeschool friends have a sleepover. This is a very specific description. Yeah, but that's what I thought. That's what he made me think of. Also, um... I was homeschooled. Yeah, we know. I also had to, uh, tell Alora that George Clooney was named the sexiest man alive the year this movie was made. People think he's pretty. I just told you what I thought about his appearance. I've also told you that <laughs> I'm, a, that I'm asexual, and, um, I'm confused. I mean, he's fine, I guess. He's there... He exists. Like, he doesn't look like a person, like, that people would be like, uh, like, unless they're like, oh, like, hot dad things. You see, he looks like a dad. <laughs> Does he not look like a dad? He looks like a dad. What a dad looks like. It's that. That's okay. what a dad looks like. <laughs> okay. I don't know. He's pretty young in this. He looks older than he is, I think. I mean, he went gray really early. Yeah. Like, he's already gray in this. Yeah. Yeah, George Clooney is Batman. Hmm, not great. Are we also? This is the only time in eighty years of comics Dick Grayson has ever dressed like a straight person and been able to pull it off. You right. You right. Like he still doesn't look good. Like, but he looks like a straight person. <laughs> so. yeah. uh, do we want to talk about George Clooney? He gave us some feels with Alfred. Yeah. They were arguably the best chemistry in the whole movie. Uh, speaking of chemistry, he had yet another blonde woman yeah. on his arm who he was romanti- romantically entangled with but unlike the other three he did not tell her his secret identity and she's not actually a character that anyone cares about she's there for convenience um they've made beauty and the beast jokes references in three out of four of these movies they have. first with joker and vicky Vale. Mm-hmm. second was catwoman and penguin and mm-hmm. now with bane and ivy I don't know what that means. I'm just telling you the facts that I have recorded in my book of facts and absolutely no opinions and no times I've ever screamed about anything on the pages of this book. Mm, seems fake, but okay. Do we? Let's do it. Okay, we have to talk about Poison Ivy. I hate her so much. So Poison Ivy has the exact same bat- uh, backstory as Catwoman in Batman Returns. <laughs> she works for a jerk man boss. Um, he kills her. Because... She's like, oh, you're a terrible person. I'm going to tell on you. Yeah, and both times it's about environmental protection stuff. And I do want to clarify with her her death, I'm not blaming her for her death, but like... I'm just saying it was a dumb... Like, like if you're working... She wasn't being dumb? I mean, if you're working for a psychopath... Don't make yourself oh, a liability. Oh, that death. That death. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about her death. No, 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 no. Because that's where we were at, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So her and Catwoman have the same story. They do. Like... Dies because it's a jerk boss trying to ruin the environment. And she calls him out on it. Joker does, too. It's... Yep. Everyone has that story, apparently. Yeah, but mostly the two women and the Joker. Mm-hmm. And then she becomes her power when she becomes all sexy. <sighs> and after she experiences trauma and actually dies. Yes. And is revived by her theme thing. Yes. So, so far it seems like in these movies, when a woman becomes, like, evil, yeah, they become sexual. Yeah. And before like, that... Their fight at the end with Barbara and Ivy was very, like... The good girl versus the slut. Not yes. like Barbara's like, oh, this pure icon, like, you know, she... She is a little bit. 
she kind of is, though. She never, like, shows any real interest in any guy. Yeah, but then also she rides motorcycles. She also rides, so, like, their, uh, get you a girl that can do both, I, I guess. guess. Um, yeah, so, like, women, before that, they're, like, aggressively painted as unsexual. Unsexual and kind of, like, meek? Yes. Yeah. And, and as soon as they're not that way? Meek and not confident. Yeah, and then as soon as they're not that way... They're evil. 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 All that we have is Barbara, who was overly confident the whole time, but not evil. Yeah. That's the only exception, really. Yeah. And it's not a good one. Okay, but I have one thing to say about Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy's relationship. Um, the Bible says Adam and Eve, not Adam and evil. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous, and I appreciate you. Sorry, everyone. No, it's valid. Yeah, I I do not like Poison Ivy in this. I like Poison Ivy as a character. Like, I yeah. Think she's, she's one of those cool characters character. that has been redeemed for me lately. She yes. and Harley Quinn mm. have really, like, people have been doing the Lord's work with those characters. Because <laughs> they are good now. Yes. The Harley Quinn car- animated series. It's so good. Amazing. I love that Poison Ivy. That's the only Poison Ivy I want ever again. Yes. Um, this is not her. This is not her. This is... Can we talk about the pheromones thing? <sighs> it comes up a lot with Poison Ivy. And it makes me really uncomfortable. Not just poison ivy. It, there's kind of a trope of oh, love potions, love spells. They make me uncomfy, especially like as an ace person. I think it maybe sticks out more to me, but like I feel like it should bother everyone because that's really non-consensual. It is, and it's like controlling people's minds and making them. You're right. Also, is the implication yeah. that it only works on men? Yeah, I wanted to talk about that too. Um, this how is does this work? Erasure. Is this just heteronormative? Is it a physiological thing? Is it like depending on like if you have enough testosterone, it's gonna get you? Is it a chemical know. reaction with testosterone? Like are men with less? It's like some chemical in like yeah. men. Like if they have more of it, they're gonna get it harder, and less of it, they're gonna get. Like, right. I don't know how does this Batman work. Batman eventually like resists. Batman kind of gets over it. I don't, I don't understand how it works, and like I don't know yeah. that I want to, but no. also like, uh, it's problematic. Yeah, and I just don't like that trope ever. Like it's around a it's lot. It's gross. It's real it's gross. It's just it's creepy. It's kind of rapey. Yeah, it is. And like we don't necessarily always think of it as that way because it it's often a woman yes. uses a love spell, love potion, love pheromones on men. Yes. And so it's like, oh, they would have been attracted anyway. So right. like, it's chill, but it's not like it's not okay. Men can be men raped can be too. Raped. Anything non-consensual is non-consensual. Yeah, it's bad. And also, everybody was so horny for her. Everybody anyway. Why was she even using the pheromones? I have no idea. Like those guards were already like looking at her before she pheromone oh, yeah. them. Like, and then the she just whole them. crowd was already staring before she did her gorilla striptease. <laughs> Okay, but the the music for that Gorilla Striptease went kind of hard, though, not gonna lie. <laughs> like, the Gorilla Striptease was bad, but the music was kind of good. Valid. Also, that whole event. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was pretty racist. Very cultural fetishization. Thank you. Yes, very bad. Very, very bad. It's like Also, a- in yeah. the racism and, uh, like, xenophobia category we have... The Ununited Nations, 
that the evil scientist guy brought together, looking like the most stereotypical evil countries group you've ever seen. We got Russian-looking guys, some Middle Eastern-looking guys. Mm -hmm. One guy that was vaguely Northern African. Yeah. Yeah, It was bad. Like, doesn't, like, sit well anymore. We all know America's the evil nation. (laughs) (laughs) We do. (laughs) Maybe there was still some hope in the 90s. Not anymore. (laughs) Not in the time of coronavirus when we're travel banned from everywhere. Yeah. Also, what what is Uma Thurman's accent? No one knows. Least of all Uma Thurman. What is she doing? Her perform- like- I don't like how they did the character here. I also don't like her performance. Yeah. Okay, so the beginning when she's, like, a scientist person. I, I mean, like, she's always a scientist. Yeah. But in the beginning, she's, like, in a community theater performance of Frankenstein. Yeah. It was It was not. It was kind of entertaining, honestly, but, like, it didn't but fit like, with the rest of the movie. <laughs> you know, I had that problem with a lot of this movie. It felt like they were trying to make multiple movies. Yeah. Because, like, we have the kind of Tim Burton aesthetic still, especially with the architecture. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's been really reduced, though. Yes. There's not a lot of Tim Burton But left. it still exists. It's still there a little. We have, like, we have Batman and Robin 60s. trying to be cool. We have extreme 60s aesthetics. Yes. We have Batman and Robin trying to be cool. And then we have, like, tons of quips. Yeah. And, like, I haven't even gotten started on the lighting. I will need to talk about the lighting. This movie, I don't know if it needs an epilepsy warning, but, like... It probably should have It, like, almost seems like it does, because, like, I was getting a headache from the lights. Yes. But, like, so that was bad. But also, just the lighting in general, they keep using single-color spotlights. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're not consistent in any way. Like, Batman and Poison Ivy are talking, and he's in green and she's in red. Why? No one knows. Where does the lighting come from? It's unclear. It's really it bad. From? Where does it go? Stop. Where does it come from? Cut my joke. Like, but it's like single color lights everywhere. And it's just like, this area is pink and this area is blue. And it's confusing and it's disorienting and I hate it. And I just, I have very strong feelings about the lighting in this movie. I don't like it. Yeah. It's lazy and like, they're trying to go, I guess it's trying to be like a 90s colorful, but it just, it just just reads as confusing. It's just a headache. It's just bad. Also, can we talk about Ivy and the crazy liberal stereotype and the environmentalist stuff? Because, like, they're trying to show Bruce Wayne as some kind of moderate who had, like, he's not being sensible about it. No, like, you need to do, like, something about this. Yeah. She like, presents she's not him. crazy. She she calls the cops fascist watchdogs. And, uh, fair. Like, if we're gonna dig into this stuff, let's really do it. Because, uh... <laughs> um, but also, like, they do have her being, like, Bruce is like, oh, millions of people would die. And then they have her being like... Oh, who cares? She, she's like, then perish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the truth is, Bruce Wayne is the bad guy here. He runs yeah. a multi-million dollar corporation. Yeah. And, like, yep. he's like, oh, we can't not use fossil fuels. People will die. They really won't if you put your money where your mouth is and, like, renewable energy. On it renewable energy you... existed back in yeah. 1997. And, like, you have so option. much money... You have so you much money. You could afford to f- find something renewable. Right. And still be, like, at least a millionaire, if not still a billionaire. Yeah. Like, they touch on his responsibility as the owner of Wayne Enterprises for destroying 
like you know being part of destroying the environment Mm -hmm. they touch on it and then they immediately are like oh but he's not a bad guy kind of is though he is yeah apparently like saving the planet is only a thing that villains do liberal stuff Mm -hmm. tell that to the wildfires this year that we just had to breathe through okay Mm. i hate it what should we do now uh do you want to read your list and then i'll read my list okay my list, um, as I said earlier, Mr. Freeze's puns are honestly kind of the best lines in the movie. Wait, I just thought of something okay. real quick. Because okay. we were just talking about how Bruce is the villain, and then yeah. you mentioned Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Why was Bruce not, fee- not funding Already Freeze funding from Mr. the beginning? Freeze? He's trying to find a cure for a deadly disease. He was like employed by Wayne Enterprises. But no, now that Alfred is dying, now he's going to fun. Once again, that's one of the things that's, you know, not perfect, but better about the animated series Batman. Mm. is he seems to sometimes put his money where his mouth is. Like, when mm. he finds out about Mr. Freeze's wife, he funds that. Yes. When he finds out, when Harvey Dent wants facial reconstruction surgery, he funds that. Mm. He's like, I know I'm fighting these people, but, like, they actually need help, and I'm going to provide them that help. Yes. To the extent that I can, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I think it is complicated to have a rich superhero. Yep. And, like, it should be. Yeah. Because, you know, we get to this point where... It's like, eh, okay, you're, like, going and punching small-time criminals. Yeah. Great, but also that's not fixing the system. Yeah. And, like, you could. Yeah, like, you have so much power. You have the power. Like, let's, uh, you know, you're a powerful person in Gotham City. Let's uh, talk about prison reform, huh? You're meeting with the mayor. Let's talk about that. We saw that a little bit. Michael Keaton was ready to take on uh, Christopher Walken's cotton candy hair (laughs) and his environmental policies at the same time, which was good. But by this point, it's just, no, no, he's doing it for the people. No, he's not. He's doing it for money. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Anyway, okay. So yeah, my list is uh, Mr. Freeze puns were good. Yes. Like, not good, but, like, at least entertaining. The dumbest lines in this movie are... (sighs) Robin saying, I can't believe we fought over a bad guy. And Batman saying, bad, yes. A guy, no. (laughs) (laughs) No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) Um, What a time. They're trying to figure out the computer in the end, and Barbara goes, damn. And Robin goes, damn. Sam's not good. Uh, also, every password Barbara tried to figure out Alfred, to get into Alfred's thing. Yeah, also, also Barbara's supposed to be a computer You're genius. You're a computer science major. I mean, you she can't got just, out of school. It's true. <laughs> you can't just put somebody's first name and assume that's going to be the correct password. Yeah, but also she's supposed to be a computer genius. And then when Bruce is like, we have to do the science thing and change the computer... Which is very unclear, by the way, and not how satellites work. Robin's like, I've got it! You don't, bitch. You don't. Let the expert do her thing. Yeah. Also, in the end where they're trying to unfreeze a city, they've already stated that Superman clearly exists in this world. Mm. Get Superman. True. Get help from Superman. It's gonna be probably better for the environment, (laughs) because... This is real questionable. There's a lot of, like, Bruce Wayne caused global warming. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So that's my list. Okay. I also made a list. What's your list? I made lists of times 
when Chris O'Donnell should have died. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> like, it would have brought me joy. <laughs> Not the actor, you know. Yes. But, like, Robin his, the character. His part in this movie should have died. It should have ended. Yes. It would have made for a better movie. Yeah. It's a bad I've movie. Got, I've got a phone number you can call if you want <laughs> I know, it. I know. Uh, okay, so why didn't Robin die? Okay. Uh, first of all, on the rocket... He's literally magnetized to the outside of a rocket. They had flying surfboards. Yes. Anyway, continue. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Those are dumb. Continue. Uh, that would have been a perfect opportunity to kill to him. To die. Just kill him off. Right there. Done. No, they did not. We're turning into 60s Catwoman here. It's true. We're like, I know. What about Robin? I know. We'll, we'll kill, kill him. him. Yes. Uh, then he gets frozen. Okay. Frozen and ice. Uh, with 11 minutes to live. He gets frozen and ice with 11 minutes to live. And Mr. Freeze is like, oh, what are you going to do? Chase the villain or save the boy? He gets called boy a lot in this. Yeah. Or save the sidekick. And I'm like, you know, chase the villain. Go, George like, Clooney. Live in, your in, dream. In no other situation would I tell you to let your sidekick die, Batman. But in this situation, this one, you know, it's, it's Chris up to O'Donnell. You. Like, it's a toss-up. Honestly, I'd be cool with you chasing him. Like, go after Mister Freeze. Like in every other situation, if you went after Mister Freeze, You'd I be would like, be like, no, do not. So mad at you. But in this one, I'm for it. I'd be like, eh, yes, minimally. Like, that's probably a jerk move, but. Eh. but like, Listen, I, fair about it. I literally, I made a list about ways I wanted him to die. Okay. So, like, I think we're past the point of it's a jerk move. I mean, it would be in narrative a jerk move. It would. But, like, also, he's kind of a jerk. No, yeah, he's a brat the entire time, and there's nothing and like, like, they don't do anything to warm you up to him. No, he sucks. But like, there's nothing so relatable does, about so him. So does Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He yeah. also sucks. But, like, that's usually, like, Dick Grayson's an in-character. Yes. Like, that's how, like, because you can't really get to know Batman super easily. Yes. That's why you have Robin. Yes. Well, and then I I wrote, you'll be proud of this. I wrote, why didn't Batman shoot him when he's being a dick? And oh. See what I did there? Do you see, do you see Batman that? Doesn't do you shoot get it? Yes, I do. Thank you. Because Batman doesn't shoot people with guns. More ways that uh, Chris O'Donnell should have died. He could have drowned in ice cream. <laughs> He could have drowned in water. Yeah. Which Ivy pushes him into. Yeah. When she pushes him into water, she could have instead kissed him with her poison lips because he, he just took off. He just took off his like rubber lip, rubber lip that was protecting him. So she, instead of pushing him into the water, she could have just leaned in and kissed him. Yep. Which again would have been like non-consensual and rapey. Not cool, but like if you like, she's dead, killing him anyway. Like that that would be doing. It, it. would have been much more effective. Uh, at one point, he fights Bane. Mm. Yeah, Bane could have killed him. Like, actually, at two points, he fights yeah. Bane. And, like, did you see Bane? Did you see Chris O'Donnell? He has a lot of pillows in his shirt. He's he has a lot of pillows in his shirt. Also, like, his transformation into Bane is gross. Yeah, that it's was just weird. gross. 90s, no, stop. Um. <laughs> What's wrong, baby girl? <laughs> it's okay. There you go. Jump up. Good girl. Yes. Okay. So yeah, Bane could have killed Robin. Yeah. Very easily. 
would have been really easy to do. Uh, another, so Batman disables his engine on yeah, his motorcycle. when he's going down an inc- steep incline. Yeah, like he very nearly goes off the edge. Yeah. He going that. Yeah. That would have also been a great way to kill him. Batman would have felt so bad. He would have felt so bad. And like, you know, that creates emotional tension. I just don't like Chris O'Donnell. Okay. No. <laughs> um, let's see. The last and most obvious way uh, that he should have died. Well, also, at one point he yells cowabunga, <laughs> and I kind of just wanted the Teenage Mutant Turtles to <laughs> the, show up. The Ninja and Turtles just destroy him for stealing for their stealing catchphrase. <laughs> but the most obvious way that he should have died, and I think this would have happened if we had had a proper Barbara, like yeah. if we'd had a proper Batgirl, uh, was when he called Barbara Little Girl. Yeah, she should have straight up murdered him. She should have straight up murdered him. And, like, Nobody I think she would have, have if it wasn't It was, if it this. was Barbara Gordon. This is a bad movie. This is a bad movie. We don't like what they do to the characters. No. Okay, so I uh, have a, since we just concluded the, um, the Batman series. First, well, we... We have to, we have to rate. Oh. We have to rate it. Zero nipples. Half nipple for Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I'm giving it uh, negative three nipples because it made me very angry. Is it weird that it made me less angry than the last one? Well, you, it's not because of your connection to Robin. Yeah. As someone with not a connection to that character, like, you know, as much I do love Robin. Yeah. But, like, I, all the Bat fam is good. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie just made me very angry. It's depiction of women. Yeah. It's depiction of... It's just... It's bad. It's just bad. Yeah. It's really bad. So... Okay. So that's... There you go. Half a nipple for Mr. Freeze and negative three nipples from Shelby. Yes. What does a ne- negative nipple look like? Does it look like if it goes in and yeah! coming out? <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to ask the question. We were all thinking it. Why would you do that? <laughs> it's an idiot instead of an Audi nipple. <laughs> oh, that was unpleasant. Okay. <laughs> so I have a question for you at the conclusion. Well, at first I think that we should um, that we should say, I can't believe I, I watched I the whole thing. I can't believe I watched the whole thing. Why did we, why did we do this? We made it, though. Yeah, but the, like, questions of why are irrelevant now. It's over. <laughs> Is anyone even gonna listen? Y'all better listen, because <laughs> otherwise we suffer through this for nothing. So in at the in the end, what would be a Batman movie that we haven't seen yet that you would like to see, like a, a plot that you'd like to see for a Batman movie? Ooh. I thought of one if you knew the minute. Yeah, I need a minute. I would like a. Okay. So one I would like is a team-up movie in this DC universe now between uh, Jason Todd, Harley Quinn, and Barbara Gordon all taking down the Joker. Like Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn. And then a Jason Todd and a Barbara Gordon who are introduced. Mm-hmm. That's one I'd like. Um, but more Batman-specific, I'd like a Grant Morrison Batman and Robin movie where Dick is Batman and Damien is Robin. Aww. And Red Hood is freaking out. And Tim is also freaking out. That'd be fun. And Dick is trying to put out these fires. And is it more, like, is it gritty Batman? Is it camp it's, Batman? Is it, what is it? It's kind of, like, more down-to-earth 
Okay. Because I feel like with Dick Grayson as Batman, he's not quite this mythical figure anymore. He's a guy trying to hold the city together. Mm. And so maybe it has a little bit of a comedic, like, sitcominess to it, but it's also, like, there's some emotion and pathos to it because he's taking on this role that he's not ready for, and he has to take it on from Bruce, who's not there. And he has to deal with all these brothers that are not helpful. Valid. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I think... My first instinct is, I don't want a Batman movie. We've had a lot of Batman yeah, movies, true. and they're all the same for some reason. Um, I want a Batgirl movie. Yes. And I just I just want to see Babs. Babs, Steph, or Cass? Babs, for okay. me. But, like, we could bring the other two in. Yeah. I'm happy with that. But, like, we can start with Babs. Yeah, sure. Um, however, I do kind of want more Batfleck. Yeah, but Batfleck like being a bat dad. Exactly. I want Batfleck as a bat dad, and I don't like the Alfred in that universe, so I think we should replace him with Michael Keaton. Ooh. I know. He's not British. Is he? No, but like, I think it'd work. Do you think he could do a British accent? I don't think he should. (laughs) (laughs) But he's Alfred. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, just, I think it'd be fun to bring him kind of back into that, like, mentor role. Okay. I think it'd be good. Yeah, okay. I think, I think it'd be interesting. It'd be a different take on Alfred. Yeah. But we already have a different take on Alfred. Yeah. And he sucks. Yeah, we do we'll, not we'll like do that Netflix, We'll Alfred. do DC live-action universe yeah, we will. eventually, we I will. think. We will. And uh, we'll have thoughts on that, Alfred, too. Yes. I think before we close, we should uh, decide what's our next project. Yes. I think, well, because by the time these all air, it'll be October. Yeah. It'll be, like, into October. Yeah. So I think we need uh, some Halloween spookness. Yeah. I think we should watch the Halloween Town movies. I think we should. We've watched Good. two of them already. Yes. And they're fun and pretty delightful. They are. They're so delightful. Um, so I think we should watch all of them. Yes. So 90 Spoop is coming your way yes. starting Halloween next Town, week. Halloween Town starting yes. next week. And it will go into November because... Because uh, editing takes time. Listen. We do things. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that that's it. Thank you for sticking with us. If you did. If not... Um, Don't watch this movie. <laughs> If not, you did not hear that warning and may be going to watch that movie right now. Poor fools. And you will suffer because of it. Run! All right. uh, Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Watch the Whole Thing Pod, or you can find Alora's other work at Homeworld Zine on Instagram and Facebook. Our theme music is Crazy Balloons by John Bartman, and it has been edited to fit the time limits of our intro and outro sections. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time.